Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell, and this is episode number 317. This is also Saturday. This is our Saturday episode this week of the podcast, and I wanted to share with you just a little bit from the Bible study that I did last Wednesday with a group of senior adults. We had a great time. We're going through the Bible, doing a little summary, looking at each book in the Bible. And this week we looked at the book of Genesis. And the way Genesis ends is with the story of a man named Joseph. And I wanted to share with you just the bullet points from what we talked about this past Wednesday with our senior adults and those who were able to come to our daytime Bible study. In Genesis chapters 36 through 47, and even all the way into chapter 50, uh, is the story of Joseph. The majority of the book of Genesis has to do with this man named Joseph. If you know his story well, you know he was one of the sons of Jacob, or his name was changed to Israel. Israel had 12 sons. One of those sons was Joseph. He had the coat of many colors. He was a favored child, and we know that his brothers hated him for it. So his brothers sold him into slavery. He was then falsely accused when he got into the slavery, and he was working for someone and was thrown in prison. And we know that he ultimately rose to a powerful place in Egypt and was the one who kind of rescued Egypt out of famine. And so he was uh, gifted by God, and but he was ultimately a child of Israel. And so I want to just look at uh, some bullet points in his life and then mirror that to the life of Jesus. And just a short episode today, but hopefully one that will bring you a little bit of joy and a smile to your face. So if you know much about the story of Joseph, as I just shared, uh, we know that he was rejected by his brothers, right? We know his brothers did not like him, so they sold him for currency. And I began to think about what that meant. And honestly, literally what happened was the other children of Israel, so the children of Israel rejected Joseph and sold him out for currency. Now, if we want to mirror the life of Christ, uh, the children of Israel, the Jewish people rejected Jesus. Uh, Even Judas sold him for some pieces of silver. Uh, Automatically, we see that first mirror in their stories. The second thing we see is that he was falsely accused, and he was imprisoned for someone else's sin. We know that whenever he was Potiphar's slave, that he was lied about by Potiphar's wife. She was sinning against him and against her husband and against the people that she influenced in her life. And she then falsely accused Joseph. Joseph was then thrown into prison because of her sins. So he was falsely accused and imprisoned for somebody else's sin. Well, we know that Jesus was also falsely accused. He was arrested, falsely accused, and was thrown in prison for another person's sins. He didn't do anything wrong. We know that Joseph, in his story, while he's in prison, God gives him opportunities to interpret some dreams, and uh, we know that ultimately that led to Joseph rising out of that imprisonment and ended up at the throne. He defeated all the odds and rose from that imprisonment and triumphed and ended up on the throne. Well, we know that Jesus rose from the grave and he is seated on the throne, but the story doesn't end there. The next part of the story of Joseph is the beautiful thing about the story of Jesus with us. The story of Joseph, um, whenever his brothers, those who betrayed him, came to him, he forgave them and brought them out of a hopeless life. You know, they were doomed without the hope that Joseph brought them. So we see that he forgave those who betrayed him. 
and he brought them out of a hopeless life. You know, I can't help but think of what Jesus has done for us. He forgave us for betraying him, and he's brought us up out of a hopeless life. But then the extra piece that I didn't realize until I was studying for this passage this past week is that in the very end of the book of Genesis, Joseph has some words for his people. He says, carry my bones with you. He says, listen, I'm in Egypt. I'm powerful. I could have a pyramid built for me. I could have the greatest tomb in the world, but instead put my bones in a coffin and carry them with you. And basically what Joseph was saying is, let my body be a memorial for you. In fact, what Joseph says is found in verse number 25 of chapter 50 of the book of Genesis. It says, then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you and you will carry up my bones from here. And he died and he was embalmed and put in a coffin in Egypt. So what happened is Joseph said to his brothers, he says, God will surely visit you. Now carry my bones up from here, saying this, every time you see my bones, every time you think of my bones, remember that God is going to visit you. He is good on his promises. It's almost as if when Jesus rose from the grave and he went to heaven, he says, do this every time you have this meal together, do this in remembrance of me. This is my body. This is my blood. Every time you meet together and do this, do this in remembrance of me. There is a beautiful, beautiful parallel between Joseph's story and Jesus's story. Now, we know Joseph wasn't the one who rescued all mankind and paid for their sins. But what we do know is he pointed us to Christ. He pointed us to the one who would be betrayed by the children of Israel, who would be imprisoned for someone else's sins, who would rise to the throne, who would forgive those who betrayed him and who would ultimately say, God is going to visit you. God is with you. Every time you gather, until you see me come back, do this in remembrance of me. Find some encouragement today that Jesus has never failed us and he is constantly pointing us to the fact that God is visiting us. 